Dave and Bacon Safety Tales, the only industrial safety podcast that brings you common sense advice on job site safety, standards, regulations, and industry best practices without putting you to sleep. Here we go. It is Dave and Bacon Safety Tales here. It's uh, Fred Redunzel and Dave White here with Quad City Safety. We are back again. I'm a little bit... uh, been spent all day in the car today, so my brain is a little de- bit fried. Developed the speech impediment <laughs> driving across Iowa. I guess so. Yeah, can't really talk. So, so we're here. We're back. We're ready to. We're ready to rock here for another episode. We're gonna kind of go back to, uh, back to where we started with this whole project. Um, we had an episode that we tried to record. Uh, shoot, back now six months ago or so. Maybe not quite that long ago. Um, it didn't go so well. The The recording didn't catch. My voice sounded weird. Your voice sounded weird. Uh, we weren't in the same room with one another. We were learning, though. Yeah, it was a learning experience, so we had to shit can that episode. Um, and so we're going to take some of that and bring it back into this one and try it, try it again, because we thought there was some good stuff in there that we really didn't want to miss. So once again, Fred and Dave, we're here on uh, all your social media outlets. So Quad City Safety on Twitter and Quad City Safety on LinkedIn. We're both on there, Fred Redunzel, Dave White. So hit us up if you have any questions um, or just want to say hello. So Dave, originally I had a big bullet point on here that the reason that we were doing this podcast is because we wanted to be doing Batman shit. What you got? Wanted to do Batman shit. We wanted to, we want to go out there and give people. You ever remember Batman? Every time he got into a real hairy situation, it, you know he was a superhero, but he didn't really have superpowers. He right. just had like super ass tools. He's like Elon Musk. Yes, a he tech was. Guy. So you know, uh, well, Elon Musk puts you know a sixty thousand dollar car on a rocket and shoots it out in space because he's just fucking rich. So yeah. rest of us don't have that, but hopefully we can go out and afford to buy. You know, like a, a cool pair of $5 safety glasses and, you know, not come home maimed, you know. So, you know, that's, you know, Batman shit. So, kind of, uh, we're kind of the, what was the quirky old bastard that lived in the cave underneath the mansion? Alfred. Alfred. So, you know, we kind of need to be that Alfred guy serving up, you know, cool ass shit to Batman. Have you seen Lego Batman? Yes, I have. I just can't get into the, the whole, <laughs> those all just disturbed the hell out of me just because... I don't know, even when I was a kid, I never really liked Lego people just because of the whole face and body yep. thing was just, uh, I, get I that. couldn't get over that. My, my two-year-old son, um, his grandma sent him some Valentine's Day money and uh, is he, a gift is card. He, is he Lego addicted? No, he's okay. not Lego addicted at all, okay. but he's superhero addicted. Okay, my girlfriend's son's Lego addicted. Okay. It's, it's ridiculous. He's got tons and tons of Legos. Oh, Jesus Christ. I mean buys things and puts them together and it's literally like i i, I don't get it and yeah. and so you have all these little things that you know people have put together and buildings and yeah thing but I, my no. kids my kids will do the magnet tiles i don't know if you've seen those they're like a very very thin tile like probably like a mcdonald's hamburger patty thickness and they have like a Did you square. just measure something in patty thickness? How do you how do you describe via audio the thickness of something? <laughs> I don't know. That's about the that's about it right there. What do you call that? That's about a McDonald's no, single. That, that's no, a happy that's meal. Not a McDonald's that's a happy meal patty. Patty? No. That's Too like thick. A quarter pounder, dude. No. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> 
we go. Anyways, I don't know. So yeah, they have magnets. That's, that's, that reminds me of uh, somebody would always explain to me. You know, it's like measuring like a one-armed fisherman. It's about this big. Yeah. So, yeah. So magnet tiles. Magnet tiles. Yeah, it's okay. basically these thin blocks or thin like tiles that have are square and triangles and diamonds and stuff like that that have magnets going around the perimeter of them. And so you they connect to each other and you can yeah, yeah. build like a big cube out of magnet tiles. Uh, a little bit easier to work with for yeah. a little kid to be able to use, but really cool. But anyways, my original thing was they got a he got a gift card from grandma to go get whatever he wanted at Target cuz we live quite a ways away and so he steered right in for batman lego dvd went right to it and it played a lot in the car like on a on repeat on a for a while <laughs> yep. yep it was not quite uh, on the on the trolls level that my daughter was at but batman lego i've seen that a few times so no i have, haven't had to sit through that one yet yep it's a it's a good one it's a good one it's pretty funny so anyways um but the, you gotta give them gotta give them street cred there's they're changing a whole brand into a whole, you know, yeah, Lego people toy movies. And, yeah, got to yep. love it. So, kind of who we hope uh, listens to uh, the podcast to kind of refresh. We just, we're looking for people new, people old, just a different medium to be able to kind of help them sharpen their tools. Yeah, we just so need to, you know, we all, we all, how to say, a lot of what safety is is just common sense. And, a lot of us just don't have common sense. So, yeah. you know, just going back here and reminding, oh, yeah, man, I really, really shouldn't do that. Because, I mean, despite the fact that, uh, you know, I've worked in the safety industry for, you know, 20 freaking years, I'm still that dumbass that, you know, finds myself going, did I really just do that? Yeah. Did I? Oh, man. Hopefully the neighbors didn't see me or take a picture of me. You know, that's what I'm always scared of. Somehow I'm going to be, you know, framed on one of those, you know, I, well, I I will be the dumbass of the week at some point in time. It'll yeah. be like a, it'll be something like a grill burn or something like that. Or oh, he was cleaning out the gutters. And... <laughs> yeah, I saw a photo on the internet this week to get back to it. But so uh, we still have a lot of ice around, and so this you get the long icicles hanging from the gutter, hanging from the overhang. And it was like a college age girl, and she was like right underneath it with the mouth open like underneath this icicle <laughs> like that's two foot long trying to take a cool like instagram picture and i'm like oh, that's not how you want to go yeah. out is yeah. that you're impaled no. with an icicle down the throat but then it becomes that whole mystery because it crime. melts the perfect know? crime <laughs> yep when the the instrument can fade away yeah yep so all right so we're gonna do a back to story time we did a little bit more um Dave's got a story here uh, on chips. Well, yeah. So, basic, we're talking, I want to say it's like circa 1979, 1980. And it's right around. I was still, I was still chilling in my dad's balls. Yeah. Right on. So, <laughs> hadn't had, had shot out yet. So, so <laughs> with that. Okay. So, you know, I had been projected into the world and was terrestrial walking around here and kind of became like really fascinated with the whole uh chips thing to the point where i mean back when you didn't really have i wouldn't say we really had uh a store that would like toys r us or something like that that really didn't quite exist okay so you always kind of had like an aisle at like a drugstore or something 
So in the aisle, you know, I became affixed on this whole chips thing. So, you know, you would watch chips and you would get into these Friday night television shows and it was Dukes of Hazards and shit like that. But it became like you had to be part of it. Yeah. And they had a, like a chip set. So it had this cheesy ass blue hat with a fold down visor. Okay. And, you know, it came with all the other stuff, but... How, how it kind of went is, you know, I've damaged my face a lot, and this goes into how I damaged my face, but the whole thing was, you know, my brother, you know, God God bless him, you know, he, he kind of convinces me that, you know, that Chips helmet is badass, and it was it's pretty much going to save your ass from just about anything. Right. So, you know, we live on, we're in Kentucky, so we're on the top of the hill, and somehow I'm just going to get on this rusty-ass bike and ride it to the bottom of the hill and be... Like, I have no idea what the hell I'm even thinking. I mean, it had, like, the, the brake set where you kind of had to uh, roll them backwards. No hand brakes, you know what I'm saying? You had to kind of spin them. Yep. And I don't even think they worked. And I'm going down a hill, so who knows what the... And when they do, you skid yeah, yeah, for yeah, at yeah, least yeah. another 10 feet yeah. after you so try and stop. This is, it's not going to be good even if I had brakes. So the whole thing is, is, you know, I had convinced myself, my brother had convinced myself, but I had obviously had done shit for research, so I didn't know anything. So I throw my chips helmet on, I get on the bike, I come speeding ass down the side of this hill in Kentucky and blast through a barbed wire fence. And I ended up on the other side of the barbed wire fence. So if you can only imagine, I took, you know, it ripped, it completely destroyed my chips helmet. But uh, I kind of got, you know, the uh, uh, you got your barbs on barbed wire, obviously. And unfortunately, it kind of caught me on the side of my face and kind of ripped my mouth open. And, you know, I was I was a I was a hot mess. Yeah. And so it kind of goes into, you know, a lot of, you know, fake safety gear that's out there is, you know, you can buy stuff that's, you know, how to say who knows where it comes from or what it will actually do. But, I mean, somebody doesn't believe me, Google it, counterfeit stuff. Right. I mean, you can go out there and buy Ray-Bans that ain't Ray-Bans, so I'm sure that you can buy a safety shit that's not, you know, uh, maybe may look like safety gear, but it, but it's not. So, Or or even safety gear that's not specific for the job that you're doing, not rated, Absolutely. doesn't have all the ratings and testing so, so for the actual it's, job. Yeah, so it's kind of, you know, the story goes to kind of, back twofold is one is that you need to make sure that you buy it from a reputable source and that it is what they say it say it is um make sure it's not out of date make sure that the standard hasn't changed since you started right. using it all kinds of stuff behind there uh but you couple that with uh the fact that you know my brother and i through no zero market research and zero understanding of barbed wire fences, bicycles, hills in Kentucky, gravity. We had it all figured out that the chips helmet was enough. Yeah, that was all I was going to need, man. I was literally going to blast. I was literally going to blast through that. Right. Uh, didn't didn't work out so well. <laughs> so that became another one of the uh, you know didn't battle have that, scars that I had. That ANSI rating. What's what's the hard hat standard number? Z Usually you can pipe them off the top of your head. Z eighty nine. Z eighty nine. Yeah, it wasn't rated. Z89. Well, that was a hard hat, and then Z eighty seven point one plus. That should have been the eyeglass. For the visor. So I, yeah, yeah. So I didn't really have, and then it should have been tested as a you know as a group, and had not had none of that. I think so, in one of the past episodes we talked a little bit about you should probably had on eye protection underneath your visor. Oh, definitely should have, <laughs> definitely should have, but uh, the long and short of it is, yeah, well, the 
could have might as well have been the dumbass of the week. But the story going into the whole, you know, things and everybody has to remember Ponch. Yeah. You know, he's kind of the like now he he's making he always comes back because it her, Erica Strada I think Eric, isn't it? Yeah, Erica Strada. Yeah. Yeah. He's so the, obviously he's he's part of he's going to be a fix fixated in pop culture. He's like the, a surreal life guy. Yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he kind those. of pops back. He's got. He's made more goddamn money off of the the cameos that he's played in shit since then. Still having and, pearly whites and that head yeah. of hair. Oh yeah, and you know, good little tan on him and all that stuff. Did you see the Chips re the remake? No, I didn't. I heard it was funny. I haven't seen. it I either. heard it was funny, and he made like he a, a cameo, cameo in it. In it. Yeah, because the original story, and I think it was the other guy, not not Eric Estrada, but whoever the other guy is. Yeah, the white guy. Then, <laughs> the yeah, white guy with the mustache. That he got kind of pissed when they were talking about doing it because, like, he didn't want the legacy of the show to be blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's usually how it goes with the old timers. Yeah, nothing worse than a shitty fucking 70s and 80s sitcom that, that yeah, we, we don't want to mess the art of it up. I mean, it's, it's real. Yep. So Can that, you imagine in 100 years how many, I mean, you're going to be looking at, like, I mean, Star Wars will be re have been remade for like the fifth time or something. I mean, there's no there's no real good new stuff out anymore. Hey, who knows? That's everything goes in waves, though, don't you think? I'd yeah. say 15 years from now, you might have a, a wave of great movies or something that we don't even know. Or it might be a YouTube. Might be the oh the, yeah, it'll probably just be like there's great TV being made right now. I'd say better than ever. Like new television that oh, comes out I, I will tell you man i can shit the bed i mean i could i love some net some netflix binge watching because yeah. I, I just started uh strange stranger Str- things stranger things yeah. that is where you at season one season yeah into no uh, yes season into season one okay so just literally like the they finally killed the thing and spoiler alert yeah, I'm sorry, I digress. But long story short is, I don't even like sci-fi stuff. Yeah, like, like that's good. I, I don't like because it it's like enough mix of stuff. But yeah, I mean, there are a million shows out there that you're kind of like. I remember watching that guy in such and such TV show. That that'll be okay. And then all of a sudden, you're like, a whole Saturday's passed. Yeah, and you're like, huh? Okay, I'm before, not real proud of that. But before I had little ones, that was the case. Like. You'd, have, you'd throw away a Breaking Bad Saturday and then a Breaking Bad Sunday. Oh. Especially when my wife was pregnant. I just remember laying there ordering pizza and watching 20, <laughs> 20 straight episodes. Yeah, That's one that. that you could do that, though. Yeah. Oh, There's yeah. not many that you can sit there. And, what was my daughter watching? I got home last night, and she was watching uh, Pretty Little Liars. Or I'm, That is a show. I'm, I'm aware Pretty of Little the title, Liars. but I don't know if and, it's a reality and, show. And it, no, no, it's it's a, a script show. Yeah, but I'm literally going. She she like clicks back because I'm like I'm taking the TV off. I've been gone all day. Time for me to you know I'm rule this house. So Time I'm, for daddy to get the big yeah, piece so, of chicken. Yeah, so I, I back up and I'm like, Suge, did that say season five, episode twenty five? And you were like in minute thirty six, so these got to be like forty five. I mean. <laughs> She spent more time in her life watching this show than she has learning English. <laughs> right. I mean, shit. She probably I mean, learned some English, though. Well, probably. I mean, you would have to be. But, I mean, how many hours? I mean, 
gosh, somehow we need to trick people into education through Netflix binge watching. Yep. I think that there's something there. What? Education through Netflix binge watching. Somehow if you could just, you know, build your vocabulary with watching, you know, Breaking Bad 2.0 where we insert words where you go, what the fuck is that? And we play it at the bottom of the screen. Oh, okay. Yeah. I now now know what, you know, algorithm means. Follow the bouncing ball. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) All right, let's switch up switch up gears. We'll move on to our uh, dumbass of the week this week. It's the dumbass of the week. I don't even know. We might have even covered this at one point, but we got a guy. He's working at a, on a leading edge. He's got um, flags set up around the building. Yeah, his Takes, name's fucking Carl. Carl, your buddy. Carl ruins everything. Yep. So it looks like Carl uh, decided to lean out over his, over his flag um, and get some work done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically working on, you know, the so- leans over to do something on the soffit or whatever. Um, so literally beautiful flag system set up with the stanchions, and it looked like it was spaced right. And without any fall protection on he gets on it, crawls under it, leans uh, you know, leans around of it, and of course, you know it's like a concrete parking lot under him. So, I mean, it was, and it was at a local high school, so it would have been a bitch to watch this poor guy squish his head, you know. But uh, it's 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 uh, goes to show you that sometimes we put in um, controls to some, you know, administrative controls that people still go around. Yep. You know, you'll see it all the time. People leaning over guardrails, uh, misuse of a ladder. You know, we, we I think we had some Facebook posts this week that, you know, show, you know, don't do this with a ladder. And just the stuff that people decide to do. That's what I just visited a, a site today that they were putting on the big, like, master lock steering wheel covers over their machines like so that people won't drive them it's basically a big stop sign yeah that goes over the top of their steering wheel and gets cinched up and their safety director decided that that was not good enough that technically people could still grab on and be driving the machine with the big the big stop thing that says stop on it right over the yeah. top of it it's not actually preventing them from doing it so yeah, that was an that. actual concern for them and we got to come up with a different solution i get that so that's one of those, it's an obvious thing that everybody that's working on that job site should be able to look at this guy and say, hey, dummy, that flag is there for a reason. You're supposed to stay inside the flag. It's not like you don't lift it up or you don't reach over it. It's there for a reason because if you reach past that flag, you are in serious danger. Yeah, you have the potential for gravity to take over. Yep. So, and it, and it, it wins. It's undefeated yeah tends to tends to always win yep so a couple questions uh that we got for the week number one i'm gonna go i'm gonna go off script here because it was just a question i was asked today and i haven't even asked you it yet so right off the top of head i'm, I'm gonna throw you uh, hopefully it's not curveball. real technical that's good yep so he's they had restraint set up in their facility so there's a guardrail that the guardrail can then open and technically someone could then fall off of this platform where this guardrail is keeping them in. So when they're working and they need to open up this guardrail, 
they were talking about using restraint so yep. that they couldn't get to it. Is there a a certain length that you cannot use restraint? So, like, could you be using restraint tied off from 100 feet away and go all yeah, the way to the Theoretically, you could never make a leading edge with it. Okay. Meaning if you tethered yourself and, let's say, you were in the middle of a perfect circle and the, and the radius of the circle was 100 feet. Yep. And you had a 99-foot well, technically, you wouldn't want to get there. We could go with their example. It was literally like twenty-five feet. It was yeah. about twenty-five. Yeah, you feet. could. You you theoretically could have a twenty-five-foot tethering restraint device because okay. it doesn't matter from a restraint standpoint. You're you're not. You don't really have anything other than there are requirements for your anchor point. Okay, even in restraint. Yes. Okay. I mean, you have to have an anchor point for restraint. Yep. It's just not required to be, you know, a you know a five thousand pound because you're not going to stress it. Yeah. But you know, yeah, I mean, they had a bolted D ring. It was like yeah. attached to. As long as you got know. something that you know, if you if you got that, you know, if you got if you have a you know a uh, non certified anchor point, so it's rated five thousand. Yeah. You got you got that first part. Okay. Um. But you just got to make sure that they know that they can't use it as a PFAS. So yeah, they could, if they if that was twenty five foot it had away, to be measured out perfect. So yeah. if it was twenty seven feet, then your restraint needs to be shorter. Shorter than that. than that, yeah. Okay. Would you say that that? I mean, obviously that then creates other hazards if there's other people working there and there's a there's no twenty five foot cable that's and just streaming across the workspace. And you got, you got a trip workspace. hazard because you know people moving around. No doubt about it. Because I thought still they, you still have a, a device that some dumbass can go take and use somewhere else. Yeah, because there was a beam that was overhead, and I thought more, still the more logical choice was probably to have a beam anchor and attach an SRL to that. Or would you say, in your opinion, that it's better to engineer out the faller in a scenario like that? Would it be better to use a PFAS? Um... My in, thought was in that like situation, I would just put foot I would, overhead. Yeah, I mean, like, if you've got a, a beam like that that you can pull down and tag into, yeah. Because if that guardrail is movable and it's coming up, somebody is exiting or they're putting something in there where at some point in time somebody's going to step out of there. Okay. Somebody, you know, otherwise it doesn't. Because I've seen that where all of a sudden it's like, holy shit, what's that overhead door up there? Well, every now and then we have to put a pile of shit up there. Right. And inherently, you know, dumbass, you know, it, you won't see it. It only happens like three times a year. Right. But in, somebody's at some point in time going to put something in into that, that, again, that overhead door that nobody knows what it's there. Yep. And all of a sudden it opens and, oh, we have a hazard here. Yep. Okay. That's, that's good. So question number two. Uh, can we wear our hard hats backwards, and can we put stickers on them? That's uh, let's deal with deal with the first part. Is the first one that you're talking about is reverse donning. Okay. So reverse donning is you know you pick up any hard hat, and you kind of look around. You look around the brim somewhere. You're gonna see kind of like uh, how to say two arrows chasing each other, okay. going in a circle. And that will tell you, or if you keep the owner's manual, but nobody keeps the owner's manual, the safety, you know, safety stuff. I mean, it's worse than like Ikea freaking furniture. You yeah. know, you get the shit and 
all the bags of fasteners and Allen wrenches and you throw all the, you know, the directions that tell you how to put it, put it together or use it. So either in those directions or on specifically on the cap, it should be marked as you'll see that set of trailing little things. Um, it's a, it'll basically tell you that you can reverse dot it. There will be a sticker or a mark that tells you that that is able to happen. Once you have that, the suspension that came in the hard hat, you just pull it out, rotate it 180 degrees, and you know if you let's say I'm a, I'm a welder dude and I don't want to have you know the bill in front of in front of my cap, so I want to pull down a weld shield or something like that. There's different reasons that people want to do it. That was gonna be my next question. I was like, why would some? Why do so, they really want to wear? A most cap of the time, backwards? that's what you're seeing is people want to be able to pull down the weld shield. And if you basically have a bill on the hat, obviously you're not gonna get it all the way down. It's gonna kind of be you know, you know. Don't versus some, don't some we don't have shows, a bill. Don't they accommodate for that though? Some of them. Um. Yeah. Some of them do. Okay. But you know, again, just depends. Okay. Uh, some people just want to look, you know, badass. Ken uh, Griffey Jr. With yeah, the backwards you, cap. Just homers. you know, I have to be some. You know, at one point in time, people were wearing their jeans backwards, crisscross. Yeah. <laughs> and you weren't that. I dude, mean, though, were you? Dude, I am a. I'm I'm a chubby little white guy. If I, I mean that would be yeah, but you you were in Kentucky. I'm I'm assuming it was a predominantly no, but I couldn't get my pants on backwards if I tried. <laughs> I mean it, it's not how they're built. Sweatpants, I mean, maybe your sweatpants. On yeah, backwards. I might be able to get my sweatpants on backwards, <laughs> but trying to get jeans. Oh yeah, I can only imagine that. showing a real fupa. Oh yeah, oh, there you go. Thank you there. <laughs> Question number two or three three. How do I know when no, to no, change? No, no, no. We didn't get through. The oh yeah, our stickers. You had part B. Yeah, yeah. Appendix B. Go Appendix ahead. B. Yeah. Our oh, stickers. Let's not get there. Um, so stickers, it gets into you know everything related to safety should require some level of an inspection. So when we get that hard hat, you know, you should kind of you know take a look at it, make sure that. It's not discolored because, again, most of them are, you know, plastic. So if you take, I mean, everybody has taken something uh, like a Frisbee or something and left it outside all summer, and then you pick it up one time and you go throw it to your buddy and he catches it and it fucking destroys into a million pieces. Well, that's what's happening UV does to plastics, just weakens them. So um, when you get to stickers... Part of the problem is sticker control covers up space, so you can't see what's going on in that space. Um, the second part of it is, is you got to make sure that you know uh, what kind of chemicals were used in um, the glue on the sticker. So you just need to make sure that you're not all of a sudden then putting something in there that when it fat when it you know attaches to the cap, it's not causing a weird chemical reaction. So is this something that like how they to say sell that, stickers that are specific for hard hats because yeah. otherwise, what you're saying, I mean, how, nobody's how, gonna do that. No one's gonna. Hey, what's the what? What kind of glue do they use on that sticker? Yeah, yeah no. Yeah. I mean, most of the time, I mean, as long as it's people are know, telling it's you, Peppa okay. Pig, it came in the back of a coloring book. I yeah, don't know. yeah. But uh, that's I'm just telling you what basically what you gotta look for. Obviously, okay. people are out there doing whatever the hell they want to. But okay, is that something that they make that you're aware of? Make a sticker? Well, most of the stickers just have. How to say specific for PPE here? I mean, think about like a two-part epoxy that you don't know what the hell is in there. Okay, I'm just saying, make sure that the adhesive is not some weird ass, you know, some corrosive. Yeah, that'll do it. All right, how about 
how do I know when to change my respirator cartridges? This seems like a pretty, it's a pretty easy one, right? Well, the easiest one is when it becomes tougher to breathe. Yeah. Because when we're talking about uh, uh, that, you know, a cartridge-based respirator, you know, obviously there's cartridges in pappers and stuff like that, but um, even though those will know kind of when to change is the biggest rule of thumb is when it becomes hard to breathe because that's yeah. basically telling you that the filter media has filled up with whatever, whether it's a particular, whether it's, you know, you know, whatever else you want it to be, an organic vapor, uh, acid gas, you know, as it pulls those out, it's basically limiting the, the amount of space for, you know, air to travel into it because we do require a little bit of oxygen. But uh, you can, how to say, when you talk about change out on respirator cartridges, there are calculations that you can do. Most manufacturers will have it. Okay. But it will be a bunch of stuff that you will go, well, shit, I don't know. Right. Uh, people will be like, well, what's your what's your concentration? What's your parts per million that you're, you're inhaling over an eight-hour day, and what is the relative humidity? And then they'll go... 45 hours gotcha. and they'll shit out a number that they've kind of figured out that sounds good you know the math is right it could, should be able to filter that out based on that parts per million and the fact that you know thing gets a little a little moisture in the filter media it, it you know it causes a little tasking agent there and some manufacturers you know even like 3m now are making uh they kind of have like a service life indicator on the, the cartridge so it kind of signals that hey look at me um yeah. this thing's coming to an end yep but you know that's it's all relative it's not doing it it's not literally going i'm 100 you know not like running out of gas when you run out of gas you run out of gas right um so how to say where that end of the cartridge actually doing what it's supposed to do uh, that's that's a little bit tougher one to really measure. Yeah, hopefully you've switched it out by by the time that you need. Hopefully, it. but yeah. you know that that doesn't happen. Right. All right. Here's my uh, my PPE gift for the not gift. I'm trying to think of what what's the word I'm looking for. My hard to find PPE. Let's throw it. I'm go off the top of your head here. Now, hazard number one. We need an over-the-glass. We're looking for an over-the-glass glass. It's got to go over-the-glass. OTG. An OTG with foam attached to the OTG. You ever seen anything? Um, no, you know, you're going to be more into a goggle. I they... saw one today. First one I ever seen. I think it was the uh, first one I'd ever seen. It was an, an over-the-glass. So it had, had like the sides on it to mm -hmm. go over the glass, and then it had foam line built into the glass. So I'll show it to you something. Okay, show it interesting. To you. So, yeah, it's something that I saw today that I had never seen I have before. And typically, you'll have, when I've seen people just use like a, 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 like goggle a, like or something a, like that. a stealth, they make a bigger stealth goggle. So you can get your big ass, you yeah. know, Coke bottle glasses in, into there. Yeah, originally, I he's like, you ever seen, he's like, can you give me something like this? And hand it to me, and I looked at it, and I was, it looks like a foam glass. I'm like, yeah, man, this technology's not new. And I kind of looked at the side, the side profile of the lens. He's yeah. like, no, it's an, it's an over-the-glass. Yeah. So I was like, well, they probably don't make many of these. Most people must not want them. But we'll, uh, we're going to investigate. That seems like that would be a, yep. a fog. Yep. A fogger well, we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Anything else going on in life you want to chat about? I'm heading off to Decatur, Illinois tomorrow. 
original home of the Chicago Bears. No, I've been traveling. Um, let's see here. We were just at the Common Ground Alliance, 811, Call Before You Dig. Okay. Um, so that was an interesting show, but I'm really super excited about one of our upcoming shows, which is uh, the Mar- American Foundry Society, AFS, Okay. which is going to be in Fort Worth, Texas. And so how to say, you know, we do, we do a little bit of business and casting and steel. And I mean, those are really, I mean, every time I go into a foundry or steel mill, I'm scared shitless because they are aggressive, nasty, mean environments. Yeah. So you actually learn a lot about safety from those guys because they, they've kind of, kind of got it down. All right. Well, have fun with that. Yeah. (laughs) All right. That's going to be it for us today. We hope you like uh, the episode when we went back. That was that was the one you should have heard first, but we just couldn't couldn't make it happen. So we failed. Glad to see. Uh, yeah, we were the dumbass of the week um, in our original episode one. So it would have been really awkward, and you would have never made episode two. Yeah. So we'll be back next week with more safety stories. Um, if you want to reach out to us on social media, we're on pretty much everywhere. It's at Quad City Safety. Uh, So if you have any comments or questions or anything, please reach out to us uh, on those. So have a safe day. Safety has no quitting time. We'll see you next time. Thanks for listening in to Dave and Bacon Safety Tales, brought to you by Quad City Safety. Send us your questions on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Twitter at Quad City Safety. Hashtag Safety Tales. Or email them to Fred at quadcitysafety.com. He's the guy keeping this mess of a show in line. And if you like the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. It's a kick-ass way to show that you care about safety.